Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. Well Played is part of the On Podcast Media Network. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, and motivational speaker. Today's show, we're talking about sharing the goodness of gamification, and we have with us Kathleen Fox. If you could give us a brief introduction of you, that would be awesome. Sure, absolutely. So my name is Kathleen Fox. I'm a third grade teacher at Moss Knuckles in Louisa County in Central Virginia. Um, This is my fourth year teaching, and it's my first full year gamifying, and I'm just so excited to be talking with you today. Yeah, we are excited to have you. I think this topic, sharing the goodness of gamification, couldn't have been better with you because yeah. uh, you recently just, <coughs> excuse me, you recently just did a whole PD on this, right? Yeah. So I was recently asked by um, a woman, Dr. Katiri Thunder, who is a professor at UVA. She teaches a math methods course. Um, and I was asked to come to her class at and just explain about my game, explain about what gamification is, and kind of just share that with them. And it it was awesome. It went really well. It was a class of 20 girls, (laughs) future educators. That's awesome. What, uh, well, how did, what did you start with in that? So like, how did you begin that professional development? Yeah, so I always start um, after attending John Meehan's conference and then listening to your book and everything, I kind of learned what gamification was myself. Mm -hmm. So I always start with explaining that because I think there's a difference between game-based learning and then gamification. So explain that, kind of explain that it's actually used all around us in our everyday life with huge companies and stuff. And then I had them take the Bartle Bartle test, obviously, Mm -hmm. um, because I wanted them to figure out their gamer personality. And that was really interesting because a lot of them, I heard grumbles of, I'm not a gamer. I don't know what these questions mean, like weren't familiar with it. And I just kind of explained that it's just your reason for wanting to to play the game. And then once I explained, once we did that, I explained about my game and kind of went over the different vocab, um, like things from your book as well. And then how I've applied it to my classroom. And I think it started making more sense to them. Sure. Um, and then I, yeah. And then I ended with a game of danger cards because I just wanted to show them how easy it is to integrate like a quick little game and make it more engaging for students with their content. Um, That's yeah. fantastic. So I got to ask because <coughs> I love danger cards. I think it's a super yeah. fun game. Yeah. But uh, in your professional development, what were the kind of questions you asked in Danger Cards? So I went back and forth with this, and uh, in another PD I've done, I did try to make it like gamification, like myths and truths, like from your book, or like different facts about gamification. And for this one, I just did normal, like third grade place value content because I just wanted them to get the idea of how the game works and how I use it in my day to day class. Um, and so we played a few rounds, and I was like, "All right, so you guys get it?" And they were like, "No, no, we need to play more. Like, let's keep going." because they were having fun and it was a Monday night class. So we, it was like seven o'clock and they were into it, which was awesome. That's fantastic. That's, yeah. that's that like power of gamification, you know? Yeah. So yeah. you had this professional moment, which I think sounds awesome that I love that you embedded a game inside it so that people could kind of really yeah. feel that excitement. Uh, you're saying it was like palpable, like people, it's seven o'clock at night and people are like, let's do it, let's do another yeah. round. Yeah. yeah. 
it was it was awesome and all of them i heard after they um like they kept talking about it after i left apparently the professor texted me after and was like i couldn't get them to stop talking about it they all want to go use it in because they're all in placements right now so she was like they all want to go try it out in their placements and um the professor is actually a preschool teacher as well like at a lab school and she's like i'm gonna try it in preschool too and i'm gonna report back how it goes so nice just that's inspiring awesome. so many people yeah now i from uh, before we started the podcast, you were chit-chatting a little bit about how this isn't your first time doing sort of a PD event. Yeah. Can yeah, you share so, with the others? Sure. So my county um, saw that I was doing gamification stuff. They're all about innovation and uh, new ideas. So they were like, we got to get you to present at Techcation, which just was a um, summer event of PD for teachers. And so I did a QR style break-in for that one um, after hearing about it from John Meehan. And so that went really well too. That was a smaller class. That was probably about 10 other teachers, um, high school, middle school, elementary school. But it's but, the right 10. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm super excited. I feel like lots of people in my county are on board. And like I said, I'm hosting a Twitter chat about games and creativity for my county on Monday. So just getting more people into it and spreading the word of gamification has been awesome. That's awesome. So for, as somebody that's like sort of new to it, you said this year was your first year. Yeah. Uh, let's, I mean, uh, let's sort of dive in. What, what has been the response by your third graders, the, the class yeah. itself? My third graders love it. So um, I dove in at the start of the year, like had a hook video, had like a letter inspired by Jamie Halsey, where it's like, one of my characters writing them a letter that they're going to be in a training program. Um, and they just, they think it's real, which is amazing. So I have like two galaxies, the, Im the improper galaxy based on improper fractions, but it's evil, but that's where I got the name. And then the proper galaxy, which is what we work for the good galaxy, um, kind of like star Wars, but that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's like light yeah. and dark improper proper. Yes. Yes. So my kids think the proper galaxy is real, even though I have these cartoon characters as my bosses, like, I don't know, this like suspended disbelief, I guess. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. They, they're just willing to do that. And so they ask me all the time, is this real? Are we actually fighting these guys? And I don't know what to say because I don't want to tell them, no, this is just, <laughs> but I don't want to lie to them. But it's, they're super into it. They're super engaged. They like cheers erupt when I say we're doing a crew battle today. Um, so it's just amazing. What has been, kind of on a side note then, what has been yeah. the response by the parents? Um, the parents love it as well. I get messages all the time. Like, my child is super, they talk, they know what gamification is. Like, I use that term. So the kids reference it, and the parents just have, like, they say, my kids have never enjoyed a class, you know, like, as much as this. Like, they're super motivated to do things, and they take projects home because I do side missions, like optional projects that allow them allow them to be creative and I, parents are just super into it as well um and i just got a grant from my county was offering innovation grants and i just got a grant so i'm going to be able to do even more and i was on the news and i had lots of parents message me like i saw you i'm so excited for you to get more things so that is also fantastic cool. i love that you know your community both the the students the parents and, and now even like a grant within your district yeah. giving you yeah the chance to springboard and even do more in this area. Exactly. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, now another question I had for you, as you started to, to gamify, mm -hmm. you had mentioned that like 
you've seen John Meehan speak, you mm-hmm. listen to the podcast, you do, mm-hmm. uh, you did pick up the book and read that. Uh, yeah. How have you been able to take all of that knowledge, all of that stuff that you've, you've got cooking and share that with other colleagues directly in your building? Um, well, so they come to me all the time and they're like, even just yesterday, somebody was walking down the hall like, hey, you're doing gamification, right? And I'm like, yeah, come by anytime. And so I feel like I just, my door is always open to them to come in and see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, art school allows teachers to come observe other teachers. So that's been really awesome. So people can come watch a crew battle. Um, but also just sitting down with them and helping them develop their theme and their storyline and sharing a lot of things that I've gotten from the XP lab community and like your book and ideas. And then how easy it is to just tweak something. Like if I have a card, that's something to do with space, that's like an asteroid or a meteoroid, like for your theme, it could work like this and like just being able to yeah, just kind of converting those things. Yeah, exactly. It, it fits, you know, the same game mechanics, I guess, fit obviously across so many different themes. You just have to change the language a little bit. So helping them understand that, um, it just all started making sense to me over the summer once I listened to multiple podcast episodes, read your book. I was like, wait, this makes perfect sense. And so helping other student, uh, helping other teachers kind of make sense of it because they're like, this is overwhelming. There's a lot of info out there about gamification is what I hear a lot. So. Yeah, like, I got to say, well, one, just huge thank you, uh, yeah. honored to be part of your journey, and yeah. I know John would feel the same way, and Jamie, I'm sure, would feel the same way, yes. uh, but also, you know, huge thank you for getting others over that hump, Yeah, you know, like, I think gamification, once it clicks in, it makes sense, it's fun, it's yeah. creative, I love it as a teacher, but before doing it you're a little like so i'm just gonna name things i'm just gonna put them in good this doesn't say what this isn't gonna work right and then once you get into it you realize wait it it does work it all comes together and even if it doesn't like sometimes i'll have something and the kids start asking a million questions and i'll just say you know oh um i'm gonna wait for correspondence from the command center i'm gonna get back to you on that and buy myself some time because i just created a fake email account from the command center. So now a lot of my storyline can be developed through that. So like sharing tips like that with people, I think is important. Um, and like I said, the XP lab community is, I just am like starring and like, or liking everything. <laughs> so, so I don't lose it and can go back to it and look at it later. So, yeah, I, I mean, huge shout out to the XP lab community. Those guys are just so creative and every week like I walk out of there with so many usable ideas. I I love it. So thank you everyone that's listening to this podcast. Hope to have you on the show soon. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So you teach third grade. Yep. You said this is your fourth year teaching. Fourth year teaching. (laughs) First year gamifying. Mm -hmm. Uh, Had you heard anything about gamification in you know, like your last year of teaching, uh, like teaching program? Um, like at my college? Yeah. Um, no. Oh. <laughs> I know. I hadn't heard about anything about gamification, like I said, until I attended John Meehan's presentation, like kind of on a whim. Um, I didn't even really know what it fully was. Like I thought it was more game-based learning, like using a game for math, you know, that's great. And then I saw him speak and my mind was blown and I was just 
yeah, so that got me into the whole world of it. And then I have not gone back. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I had yeah. not heard about it. And yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, so when you sort of look forward and you're thinking about uh, other opportunities for you to sort of spread the word of gamification, yeah. I work really hard on spreading that word of gamification, have yeah. this podcast, have a YouTube channel. I do presentations and PD all over. Um, but I'm always thinking about that next one, that next, like, how do you craft it? How do you make that sort of perfect presentation that yes. can get people to feel it, you know, to really, right. truly, because I mean, you can run through bullet points and, and stories, but how do you get that audience to feel it? Um, I think that's I, what I'm trying to figure out too. I think your danger cards was a really good idea yeah. to embed that. That was really cool. Um, and that's different. I think it all depends like the structure of the, I don't know, the presentation and yeah, like, the, the venue. Yeah, for, sure. for sure. I just did a presentation on Monday to about a thousand different educators on gamification, but I, I tried a whole new presentation called Experience and the Power of Play. And in that one, I walk you through like the reasons we play, mm -hmm. a little game-based play, and then gamification, and then the power of uh, building relationships. But throughout the entire presentation, I embedded a game. So we're playing a game together, all thousand of us at the same time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, throughout the entire presentation and that worked really well and it was so fun to see like the whole room sort of light up and erupt when certain things happen in the game uh and i really yeah. felt like i don't want to say for the first time but like it's really rare to have everyone really truly feel gamification right and so did you like explain the game at the start was it something or it was running in the background the entire time type thing yeah, so I explained it at the start, the rules to the game. Then uh, they had a handout so they could all like have their own sort of player okay. board, if you will. And okay. then, <laughs> excuse me, in the bottom right-hand corner of every slide was sort of a, a new card that interacted with the game. So like, wow. like I would be teaching you whatever I was going to teach you on that cool. slide, and then the bottom okay. right-hand corner is the card. Uh, but like I said, it was so cool to see a whole room of like a thousand teachers playing a game together feeling it together you could just sort of it was palpable you could really feel it yeah yeah i think that's huge because they're trying to convey you know the power of gamification so i think that's huge i think that's an awesome idea with the card on the bottom of the slide that's yeah that one worked out really well but like i said too i think like your danger cards having them <laughs> really get it and you could like see them laugh and be excited oh, yeah, and be nervous like because I, the first person to bring me the correct answer, you know, so I stood at the front of the room and they're like, that's not fair. Tables are closer to you in the front of the room. Like you need to, so then I had to go stand in the back of the room. So like they were super into it, just these college students. And it was, it was amazing. And when you think about like when we, when all of us, when we go on Twitter and share these ideas, you know, podcasts or, you know, blog posts, whatever the case may be. Yeah. You never know your impact. Like to, to, to just think that you had that impact on 20 some pre service teachers that are going to go out and like use some way, right. shape, or form of gamification. That's really cool. Like you've, you've changed the course of their sort of career a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about John Meehan and you in my teaching career. So I'm glad to be that, hopefully, for someone else for sure. I am sure you are. I mean, it sounded like <laughs> they felt it, they really knew. Yeah about the power of gamification there. And, and that, that's fantastic. In your own class, in your own yeah. like way, what are you thinking about doing 
like I shouldn't say that. Let me start over. Are you going to <laughs> sort of continue to evolve gamification, you think, like next year? Yeah, there's a lot of thoughts. Like I already am like, okay, I'm ready to get to next year because I know things that I need to change and things that need to happen in my game. And it's just going to be so much easier having, you know, because every time a new side mission comes out right now, I'm trying to create a little storyline to make it fit in and things like that. So to already have that set is going to be awesome. Um, but right now I've only gamified my math course and I teach math and content um, in the same block of time. So I'm kind of trying to think of ways maybe it could be both for next mm -hmm. year. Um, and I also just like pieces of, I need things to run smoother with keeping track of XP when kids make plays. Cause I let them make plays on Friday, let them trade cards on cards on Friday. Like I just scribble things on the whiteboard and then it's taking me a lot of time to go back and enter things. So need to work out some logistics of that. Um, but yeah, just continue again with the same theme next year and build upon it even more is what I'm looking forward to. I've found that that's been really helpful for me yeah. is sticking with a the theme now i mean yeah. it's not required you don't have to for anybody listening but for me the idea that like this world that i'm creating the items i'm creating the storylines i'm creating the sort of side missions i'm creating all of those things it becomes a richer and richer experience because i have the long view of the fact that i'm going to do realm and nobles for a long time so it's mm -hmm. worth me making like a really cool named side quest and like make a really cool graphic for that side quest because we're going to exist in this theme. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's a, yeah, there's a lot that I'm excited to do, but I, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to make more cards over the summer because over the summer is where a lot of my energy went last summer. A lot of my energy went into creating all of this. I was like ready to roll it out at the start of the year. So now knowing what I know now this summer, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait create more, more theme and storyline because sometimes I feel like that has been a little bit difficult to keep up with. Um, and like I've heard you guys say, you know, it, it can go for some time and kind of yep. ebb and flow. ebbs and flows. So, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Especially if you're doing a year long game, you got to give yourself exactly. that kind of grace. Like I've been doing this now. Well, realm of nobles, I think I'm in my year. I think this is year nine of realm of nobles. Mm -hmm. And wow. <clears throat> I mean, I still don't have, I don't, I still don't have like daily things that happen. Yeah. And that's, that's nine years out. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. I wanted to maybe share some of the questions that some of the students at UVA asked me, cause that was one of the questions they said, um, do you gamify every lesson? And I'm like, no, I no. do not game. Yeah. There's no way I could gamify every lesson, but just throwing in a little bit of theme here and there, or even just saying like an offhand thing of, you know, you're learning this so you can defeat and then mm -hmm. name one of my my characters because um, all of my characters are tied to like an exact math standard that I have to teach. But um, so that was one of the questions they asked. So making it clear that you're not changing what you're what you're doing day to day. Like I still run math groups. They still take tests. Um, just adding that element of theme. Did they have, <clears throat> excuse me, did they have any other questions? That yeah. So they um, they were concerned what I do about students who are not engaged in the game. Mm -hmm. um, and I told them that's a tricky one because some students aren't going to be as into it as others. Um, so you have to, I kind of try to find ways to make the game come to them, um, kind of hide like a little side mission right near them or sometimes even slip something into their binder, things like that, um, to try to help them move up the leaderboard and have to actually interact with the game. 
that's I think really good. The thing, how I guess I always answer that question is sort of multi-layered. One being uh, kind of the honest answer that not everyone's. I mean, there's nothing yeah. that captures a hundred percent of people. Right. My follow-up immediately to that though is I think we need to remember like if we didn't gamify, like mm-hmm. what are you doing to service the kids that aren't into your class, like into whatever you're doing, you know? And for me, gamification has captured the most amount of kids. Mm -hmm. So like while, while there are still some that aren't super engaged, like this is the highest percentage I've ever seen. Yeah. So like sticking with that. And then the, the last, last bit that I would say too, gamification inspires me to constantly think about that, that subset. And then like, what can I do? Because you have a range of tools at your disposal to make learning sort of right for them, right? Because right. you, you can make these side quests, these missions, these, you know, mm-hmm. activities, these, you can switch it to creative work, you can switch it to group work, right? Like so much to really, truly try to get that student to connect and be involved in your class. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly where I'm at too. Um, they also ask, what do I do about over competitiveness? competitiveness like does that ever happen and I was like yes all the time but Mm -hmm. I think that's like a real life skill that they need to learn to deal with not winning the crew battle or having another crew you know just like cause destruction to their Mm -hmm. crew take points from them and like learning to deal with that and overcome that and also being a good sport when you do win um so we just I told them we just have lots of conversations um about that and just yeah, I really like the fact, especially you being third grade, yeah. you know, having meaningful conversations about sort of winning, losing, you know, all the learning that can happen in a competitive environment, you know, both in, interpersonal and personal. Yeah. Um, they also asked, have I noticed it affecting students' academic progress, which I feel like we kind of touched on, but in my experience, I've just seen students become way more engaged, way more creative, um, and retain the information more, I think, because they're, they want to be learning it, um, because they want to defeat a boss, not because they want to necessarily get a great quiz grade, but learning because they want, because it's part of the game now, so I told them, I absolutely Yeah, I think that there's, it's the fact that they are involved in the game, they're Mm -hmm. connected to the game, they feel relevant and purposeful towards the game and to be able to be a successful powerful player in that game they have to know their math facts they have to like care about math and like that's an easy ask for them to do if they're connected and feel like empowered by the game for sure and then let's see the last question they asked um what do other teachers on my team or other teachers at my school think about it and I currently don't have any other teachers on my team gamifying. Um, they're super interested in it. They support it. They love it. And they do lots of unique type things in their classroom with like room transformations and Harry Potter stuff. Um, but they haven't exactly gamified, but they're super supportive of, of it um, and love it. And I actually have one teacher on board who's teaching extended learning with me, another third grade teacher on my team which is an after-school tutoring thing, which I was like, I have to gamify. So we have another game going on that some of my students are doing with pirates. And so he's kind of starting to experience that with me. So maybe that will lead him to want to do it next year, but he's getting to experience some of it after school. That's awesome. In my experience, uh, people have been pretty 
kind towards gamification in my school. Like, yeah. uh, most teachers on some level have tried some, at least activity, right? So like at least embedding some mechanics of gamification. And then other teachers have gone just like you and I whole hog and done the entire year. And, yeah. uh, for the most part, I think all of them actually say they can't imagine teaching without that structure, without that ability to, to gamify. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, we have made it, Kathleen, to reflection oh, no. time. So here we are. Uh, this quote it comes from Jake Orlowitz, and he is the head of Wikipedia's library. I think this is kind of an interesting quote by him. It's a bit okay. of a long one, so hang in there. All right. It's play that makes people unafraid to fail and confident to try new things. It is play that helps us do serious things better because we enjoy them and feel a sense of joy in our achievements. Okay. So that second part there about making serious things easier to do, mm -hmm. um, I think that just applies exactly to education and my classroom um, because these are normal things that students are required to do. But I think us having the ability to make it a game and make it play, make it fun for them kind of obviously makes it easier for them to show up every day and want to do well and inspires them and gives them a reason for, for, for completing the work and doing their best. And so I feel like that, that, that works exactly in my class. That works exactly in your class. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I really love the whole quote top to bottom. So the first part talks about being unafraid to fail and be confident to try new things. Uh, I teach at a, a private school that can, that can have that sort of like, pressure to perform right like kids really yeah. do feel like they need to like score well and this kind of thing and to to sort of open up a creative environment in which they're they're just earning experience points not really like grade points mm -hmm. let them like try new creative things and if if they quote unquote fail they're not failing the grade uh that has been really like freeing and they have been unafraid to fail and then the other one part about doing serious things like you said better uh, education is a very serious thing and to mm -hmm. see kids have that agency, have that connection, have that, that sense of urgency towards schooling, right? Like schooling is such a long incubation period, right? That the kids, I mean, especially if they go on to secondary ed, yeah. like, oh my gosh, that is a ton of years in school before you can like become an adult and get a job and make money <laughs> and right. So uh, when you think of all the call signals that make things uh, recognizable as successful as an adult, like you usually either, you know, get paid as an adult, right? right. Or, you there's know, like reason. there's yeah. a reason or you're able to like see other things in your life like, oh, like now I went from an apartment to now I own a house, like, right. Right? right? Like you see those markers of success and we're telling kids like, well, someday, someday this is important, okay. someday this is important, someday yeah. this is important. And like teacher after teacher from year, you know, one to year like 16 is saying someday this is important, someday this is important. Yeah. Like, when's it going to be important? <laughs> uh, having that storyline, having that game, I think just gives them that little sense of like, I need this today. I need to learn my math facts because we have that boss battle on Friday. Hey, or and I get this card, I get this item, I get to roll the dice, like just small things like that. You're exactly right. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's awesome. And there's that sense of joy and accomplishment that comes from those achievements. And we have them as adults. And I, th I think 
kids kids should have them like that's not unhealthy that's not bad like kids should feel that too yeah yeah well uh thank you so much for joining the fun everyone and thank you huge thank you to kathleen yes thank you so much for having me this was awesome this was so cool thank you no problem thank you for sharing your sort of expertise and your experience once again i'm michael matera and well played as part of the on podcast media network go check out their website to grab all sorts of other powerful pd packed podcasts such as monica burns easy easy ed tech or on education with glenn irvin and mike washburn uh as always stay connected share your ideas love love it if you gave us a shout out on our youtube channel this is episode 151 where you can hear kathleen and i chat so everybody enjoy your week and play on